Peace to you. Welcome back to The Naked Truth. Thank you for joining me. We're going to pick up where we left off in the book of 1 Samuel. We made it to chapter 29. We're almost through with the book of 1 Samuel, believe it or not. Almost through just about 25% of the Bible now. 20% of the Bible we've made it through so far. Crazy. But um, here's where we're at. So let's um, just over 20%. We're um, going to begin with verse 1 if you want to read with me. Let's begin. Then the Philistines gathered together all their armies in at Aphek, and the Israelites encamped by a fountain, which is Jez which is in Jezreel. So the Philistines are the people who live in the area there, and the Israelites are the people who made it there and colonized or are attempting to colonize the area. And then, like we've mentioned before, this is hundreds of years into the Israelites making it to the so-called promised land. So this isn't this is a long time after Moses has passed away, even though it's only a few books after the last book that's called the um, so-called five books of Moses. Um, so anyway, the, those are the players. Um, they're enemies, by the way, the Philistines and the Israelites. Verse two, and the Lord said the Philistines passed in review by hundreds and by thousands, but David and his men passed in review at the rear with a quiche. So it's, It'd be like a military parade is what's happening. The um, Philistines are showing off their warriors. And at the end of the show of the warriors of their armies, David and his men are at the very end. David and about 600 at last count that I remember are who are allied with him. And they've all sort of defected to the Philistines for uh, asylum because the king of the Israelites, Saul, is hunting David down, uh, trying to kill him. Um, but he has, like I said, those few hundred people who are with him. Uh, and that's just the men. There are also women and children who are, who have joined them um, to be with David and on his side um, instead of allying themselves with um, Saul and the Israelites. They've gone to live with the Philistines for asylum. The same way people show up at the southern border at, um, of America and show up um, all day long in the different courts in this country looking for asylum, looking for help, looking for refuge from what they're fleeing from uh, in their homeland. Verse 3, then the princes of the Philistines said, uh, what are these Hebrews doing here? And Akish said to the princes of the Philistines, is this not David, the servant of Saul, king of Israel, who's been with me these days or these years? And to this day, I found no fault in him since he defected to me. So um, the Philistine people are wondering, what are these Hebrews doing here with us since they know they're basically foreign enemies? Um, but Akish, the, one of the kings uh, of, the, um, of that area, the king of that area that David has uh, defected to, sought asylum at, says, no, 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 it's okay. David is, one, David is with us. He's been here with me for a while and been faithful to me. Um, ever since he's come seeking asylum is what he's telling the, his fellow um, um, Philistines. Verse 4, but the princes of the Philistines were angry with him. So the princes of the Philistines said to him, make this fellow return that he may go back to the place which you have appointed for him. And do not let him go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he become our adversary. For what could he reconcile himself to? his master if not the heads of these men 
So the other Philistines recognize that even though David has formed an alliance with one of them, um, and um, because he's given him asylum in his area and even given him and his um, 600 or so people um, a place of their own to dwell in, the rest of the Philistines say, no, 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 that's not good enough. Um, we can't trust that um, because in, 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 in a moment's notice, if a battle strikes up, he'll try and reconcile reconcile himself to his own people, to Saul and his own, um, uh, the Israelites, by turning on the Philistines in battle. And then in that way, please the Israelite king Saul and be able to welcome, be welcomed back to his own people again. So the other Philistines are like, no, 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 no. Don't let him go out to war with our soldiers. It could be treacherous. Verse five. Is this not David of whom they sang to one another in dances saying Saul is slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? So even the Philistines know about the songs um, that the Israelites would sing. The women of the Israelites came up with that, um, uh, those lyrics, um, celebrating when David went out and slaughtered thousands of the Philistine, uh, Philistine army in some of the previous battles. And that was sort of the spark that ticked Saul off to start making him be envious of, of David's fame and popularity among the people. And so um, even the Philistines know about David's reputation as a warrior and killing thousands and thousands of their own people. So that's what they're reminding Saul of when they bring up those um, lyrics, those words that are sort of inset in that verse. Verse six, then Akish called David and said to him, Surely as the Lord lives, you've been upright and you're going out and you're coming in with me and the army is good in my sight. For to this day, I've not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me. Nevertheless, the lords do not favor you. So Kish is now addressing David and letting him know, look, we're cool. Everything is all right between us. I haven't seen you um, mess me over once since you came here seeking asylum. Um, and here... Um, but he's saying, but just the same, his fellow people, the people of his own, uh, his own people are not um, welcoming of David. They're not ready to have David be on their side in any battle. They don't trust it. And he's letting David know that that's a no-go. That's a deal breaker. It's a non-starter. One other thing to notice there is um, the word Lord here is in all caps. And even though it's a Philistine saying it, um, Presumably there are different religion because they have different gods, as we've read before. Um, it's still being translated from the word or name Jehovah. Um, Lord is just the English word for it. Um, but Jehovah is the name of the entity uh, that they are identifying as the Lord um, in that verse. Just as a footnote, verse seven, therefore return now and go in peace that you may not displease the Lord to the Philistines. So, Akish is cool with David. They're both fine with each other, but um, Akish is letting David know um, just to keep things calm between everybody so that there's no issues. Go on back to um, the place that he'd given him as a place of refuge um, rather than go out to battle with him and his armies. And strangely enough, the word lords here in this verse isn't translated from the word or name Jehovah. It's not in all caps. But even though it's not uh, in all caps, it's also not being translated from the word Elohim either or any other word that we that I've noticed that we've come across 
previously. In this verse, Lord's, it's lowercase l, but it's being translated from the word seren, S-E-R-E-N. How it's pronounced, I don't know. I'm just pronouncing it as best I can, as always. Um, so just something else to keep in mind, that just because words translate to Lord or God in English, they don't always translate back to the same word in the original language that they are spoken in. Um, so anyway, Akisha's letting David know, no, he can't go out to war with them, even though he's allied with them or has sworn his allegiance, basically, to um, Akish and the Philistine army. Verse 8, and so David said to Akish, well, what have I done? And to this day, what have you found in your servant as long as I've been with you that I may not go out go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king. So David now is he's asking Akish, well what's the what's the problem? Why can't he go out and fight alongside Akish and his warriors um, in a battle that they're fighting? Um, if David were being sincere, um, that would be one thing because um, he would be basically saying, your enemies are my enemies and if somebody's trying to fight you, I'll fight with them too. That would be the righteous thing. Uh, I mean that would be if David was being righteous, that would be the interpretation of what he's saying. But we know from the previous readings that David has been kind of deceitful, actually very deceitful. He would tell uh, Akish, the person who's given him asylum, that he's gone raiding in one area or another. But it turns out that the areas he, were, he was actually raiding were Philistine areas. At least I'm pretty sure that's where it read from. Um, but it was far enough from where Akish dwells um, that he could, that he'd kill everybody, he, him and his people would massacre everyone in that area so that word would not get back to Akish, the one who's done him right, done him good, giving him asylum from his own people. Um, but he'd go out and kill some of the other Philistines or kill in different areas surrounding the Philistines, then return and tell um, Akish lies about where he went raiding and things so that it were, wouldn't get back to Akish exactly what he actually had been doing. So he's not a very honest person. Um, so I wouldn't think, so what he said there in verse 8, I'd take that with a grain of salt, his loyalty to Akish. Uh, and I think the lords of the Philistines, as they're called, the kings, the princes, they were right not to trust him and not let him go out to war with them because just like they said, he's kind of treacherous. And at any moment, he could turn on them just to try and gain favor back in um, in the eyes of Saul, just to try and get back in his good graces. So I think that was a wise decision of the lords of the Philistines, but that's just my opinion. Verse 9, Then Akish answered and said to David, I know that you are as good in my, own, in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to the battle. So Akish is affirming that he sees David in a good light. He thinks of David as um, angelic, as 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 um, pure as the driven snow, that he actually is his friend, his his ally and on his side. Um, but he's saying, but just the same, he's going to go ahead and defer to what the, his um, fellow Philistines have decided that David can't go out with them on their side in the battle. By the way, God here is capital G, God but it's being translated from the word Elohim, lowercase e. The same word, the spirit, was translate, translated from in um, a previous reading, also lowercase e. So, um, as always, keep it straight as best you can. Make sense of it as best you can. 
just trying to read it. So verse 10, now therefore rise early in the morning with your master's servants who have come with you. And as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So Akisha is telling David, thanks for your um, offer to assist us in the battle. But as soon as morning light comes, you go ahead and take your people and yourself and head on back to the land he gave him as a place of refuge. I think it was Gath. No, it wasn't Gath. Uh, Effect, I think it was what it was called. Um, but don't quote me on that. But we read it previously. It was a land that he gave him as a place of refuge from his fellow Israelites who uh, were led by Saul hunting his head. Um, so he's telling him here in verse 10, thanks just the same, but go ahead and head back. We'll deal with the battle without you. That's his message to David. Verse 11, so David and his men rose early to depart in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines and the Philistines went up to Jezreel. So David's following the orders of the of the king of Akish, the Philistine king of that area, um, to um, head on back with his people uh, in the morning. And um, as the Akish and his people head on up to Jezreel for the battle that's about to ensue. Um, that's the last verse in this chapter. So that's the last verse of this reading. As always, thank you for joining me for The Naked Truth. I hope it's a blessing for you and that you'll join me again. I love you and I'll see you next time. Peace be with you. Oh, one last thing. In case you missed it, um, there's been another mass shooting. And just like some of the others, whenever, think of Uvalde, think of all the different mass shootings that keep happening. You may want to notice, just in case these things are oblivious to you or you're one of these people who say you don't see color, um, which to me is a convenient cop-out for not noticing racism. And even one of my friends just recently told me he's oblivious to it. He's he's Jewish, he's white, um, He but he's married to a black woman. And he says that he doesn't notice the different um, racial events that keep happening, racist events that keep happening directed at his wife, but she notices them all the time. Um, so just in case you're in that position where you have the privilege of not being subjected to it and don't happen to notice things like that. In case you want to open your eyes and see that things like that exist, then notice how um, these shootings, these different massacres that keep happening at malls, at schools, at uh, public gatherings, at nightclubs, when they happen, and usually when they happen, the shooter looks a certain way, um, Notice how the shooter gets taken into custody without harm. Sometimes they don't get tased. Sometimes they don't even get beaten. They usually don't get shot and they almost never get killed uh, unless they happen to shoot at the police also. Um, that's usually the only time they may also get killed. But usually they're taken into custody with har without harm and they almost always look the same way, a white man. Um, but notice when they're not a white man, it's not the same reaction. Think of Uvalde, look back at the footage of it, and you'll see how long they waited to um, go in and actually handle the shooter there. Most likely, like I said, when we when it happened when, in our reading, when you see the video footage of him approaching the campus, he looks like he could be a white man. So in my mind, from what I see, in my opinion, they mostly likely thought it was a white man, and that's probably why they held off on um, handling the situation. Once they realize he's not white, he's just someone who most likely 
thinks he's white or is trying to pass for white, um, then they went on in and just murdered him. They shot him, killed him, and called it a day. And then the whole investigation on what took so long has sort of just disappeared. You see, they don't even talk about it anymore. In the same way, the race, racist element of it is uh, all that can happen. An armed, dangerous person can shoot down people, kill people, massacre multitudes of people publicly, and still be taken into custody without harm, without a scratch. In the case of Dylan Roof, even taken by to go get something to eat at a restaurant uh, before he's taken into custody, taken officially to jail, basically. Um, that All that can happen when you're not Black. But when you're Black, you can get shot in the back um, just being suspected of doing something. Uh, you could be shot and killed even as a child. Think Tamir Rice, shot and killed in an instant for playing with a toy outside. Um, just like that. And then watch how nothing happens when um, the victim of the shooting is Black who's suspected of doing something, not even having um, been shown doing something like murdering or massacring groups of people. So, But then when you're known to be there armed and dangerous and even shot a bunch of people, even if it's a bunch of kids, somehow the shooter is still taken into custody without harm, without anger and getting beat up and kicked or their eyes knocked out like, um, um, I forget his name, it happened here in Florida recently. Um, or even think Rodney King getting beaten and jumped by a whole pack of cops and then nothing happens. And then um, it gets keeps moving because he's black, because they're black. And think um, George Floyd, his neck knelt on and murdered with the cameras rolling because he's black. And it takes years to even get to a conviction of the police who did that. Whereas if the killer armed and dangerous just shoots down and kills a whole bunch of people, still gets taken into custody without a scratch if they're white. That's clearly racist, no matter how you want to look at it or paint it, or if you don't want to see color. If you open your eyes, it's very easy to see there's a wicked double standard, and it's anything but righteous. But it's everything common with um, what's going on in America, and it just doesn't seem to stop. And I don't think it will stop until... Um, that whole blind justice thing becomes a reality when you really do start treating, if, if the law enforcement can't start treating black people better, then at the very least, they should just start treating white people the same way, since they swear to treat everyone the same and that everyone's equal in the, in the eyes of the law, then start treating white people the same way. Start gunning down, I'm not, I wish it wouldn't happen to black people, but if you really believe everything's the same and equal, then why don't they just start shooting black pe white people the same way? Shooting white people in the back uh, when they're fleeing, when they're clearly not a threat like they do to black people. And you see how quickly things would change then. There would be all sorts of police brutality laws put in place and all sorts of um, penalties for stuff like that. But it's not like that. And it's because it's racism. It's white supremacy. And like I said again and again, this is not a statement against white people. It's a statement against white supremacy against the whole system that pretends to be equal and just but is anything but anyway stay safe i love you and i'll see you next time peace be with you